0: fuck is up. <laughs> we,
1: uh, did not die.
0: No, we, uh, We never we, die. We never die. And, uh, you know what? I'm pretty sure that Henry Rollins also quarantined like we did. They where really ate, like, sandwiches in his house? Yeah, or hearts of criminals. You got, like, bags of blood? Yeah. Sometimes you just need a couple bags of blood to get yourself through quarantine. You gotta stay away from that Rona.
1: Maybe we'll today. talk about uh, he never died someday, but not today.
0: Yeah, not today. Uh, Maybe tomorrow.
1: Just gonna kind of sidestep around the uh, big world event that's going on.
0: Yeah, I think everyone knows. Yeah. So we've we We both gone. shaved our fucking heads. Both shaved it. our heads. Got a got a Britney Spears moment.
1: <laughs> yeah. We uh, yeah. we yeah. didn't He's get to hang
0: out for a long time. We played a lot of games online together. Not enough. Not enough though. Not enough. I myself actually got quarantined for, not the Roner, but uh, an upper respiratory infection. So I couldn't go to work for two weeks, in which I lost track of time completely. And would that time stay up for 26 hours straight?
1: That's fine, uh, though.
0: Yeah, I do that. I was able to watch the sunrise, unlike uh, the antagonists of the film in which we are covering today.
1: Nosferatu. He really uh, does not like the cry of the cock?
0: No, the cry of the cock symbolizes his end, Yeah, which was also his downfall.
1: Yeah, he listened to his own cry of the cock, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's funny, it's funny. We, we we have fun here, we still have fun here. Yeah, we, um, we
0: had lots, lots of fun.
1: For today's episode, we thought that it would be good to come back with Nosferatu Phantom der Nacht, yeah. uh, the third Herzog film we've done.
0: Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Uh, kind of weird. Um I I had to think for about like 0. 0.25 seconds. Did you my you remember son, that son my son what have ye done was a Herzog film. Yes it was. And Michael Shannon's weird face was perfect <laughs> in it. Um <laughs> he's just fucking what a Have what you a seen film. him
1: in a Have you seen Knives Out
0: yet? No, I really need to. It's a fun movie, man. It's This year is going to be exactly like last year in that... Just catch um, up at the end. Yep, catch up right at the end. I'll just uh, end up renting everything and watching it all in one sitting. You know, like every other human pile of shit.
1: Well, this movie, you're only 41 years late. Yeah. Uh, it came out in 1979. Yeah. Starring Klaus Kinski and uh, Isabel Adjani, if I'm yes. pronouncing that right. Yeah. And then uh, Max Schenck. No, yeah. not, no, no, no. Uh, uh, Bruno Gantz Max Shank was uh, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, Tyler. Uh, Max Shank was. Uh, Ma- <laughs> There's Max Shrek, uh, Shrek, Shrek or Shrek, or something. I don't want to, to say. Shrek. I'm going to. I'm going to abstain. I'm going to abstain from the. Uh, from he was in the, the classic joke. 1922 Nosferatu mm-hmm. the Vampire. The Vampire. my Blu-ray case calls this uh, Nosferatu the Vampire, which perhaps was the English language title. Yeah. It's fun. It's more fun to say Phantom der Nacht, though. It,
0: yeah, it really is. And a um, really fun thing is that we actually watched this, as uh, Herzog said, was the culturally authentic way to perceive the film in its natural language, which is German. However, there is an English not-dub, yeah, actually. Yeah, straight-up acted. Yeah, uh, something that I thought was really cool that I found out after we watched uh, the film in German was that every single one of the scenes in which there is uh, dialogue was shot twice once in German and once in English so you don't have to worry about the mouth movements and stuff like that
1: yeah it's not like uh, an Argento movie
0: yeah it's not like an Argento film
1: um, so I, which I bet I bet probably uh, really pissed off Klaus Kinski
0: yeah and uh, Klaus Kinski wow what a what a fucking fella what um, a fella. If you have some free time, I would tell you to entertain yourself on uh, looking up Klaus Kinski, uh, not to be completely mistaken for Klaus Nomi, which I thought, you know, going into the film, seeing Klaus Ginsky on this, uh, how much more fun this film would be if Klaus Nomi played as Nosferatu.
1: Klaus Nomi is that Russian, like, Shangram Rama? Brahma- man!
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I do what I can! Yeah, dude. Okay. Uh, the music videos, insane, crazy, wild. But uh, yeah, he would have been a fantastic Nosferatu, and I, I would have given my entire life savings, which is which is not, not anything.
1: I do like Klaus Kinski's uh, yeah. Dracula, though. It was really, really great. like my great. preferred uh, look of vampire. Lanky, skinny,
0: uh, rat teeth, shaped head, sunken yeah. in like, dark and shaded eyes. Yeah, and the movements, the body movements. The claws. They are eccentric... In a way that is perfect for this Dracula.
1: I also like like. Did people just look like that back then? Because like, he meets uh, Harker, played by Bruno Ganz, meets him. Yeah. After about like what seems like thirty to
0: forty minutes into the movie, right? Yeah. Um, going on a D and D quest <laughs> yes. to go and find not Straud's cat. He like Strahd's travels Strahd. on the world
1: map for yes. like, I think like two weeks. I believe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He has, like, a whole ass, like, Hobbit-style fucking uh, trek across Romania.
1: Yeah, once he left Vismar, he's like, this next step will be the farthest away I've ever
0: been. Yeah, I will encounter Shriekers. Yes. I will encounter one Grave Hag and possibly one Griffon. Maybe I'll get
1: sidetracked with a with a, a real estate quest.
0: Yeah, it's haunted. It's real haunted. But, yeah, no, um really fantastic. There's obviously a couple things here and there that uh, we didn't necessarily pick up on because Herzog has a very uh, particular way in which he conveys his stories, not always through um, telling. uh, More like vague showing. Yes. Um, Dracula's castle exists only within the Shadow Realm, which um, I believe Harker actually had to lose Mm. A duel against Kaiba to get there I think that's what happened at the end of his quest he Kaiba yeah you know Kaiba <laughs> Brent never played Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> yeah press press but this is a Yu-Gi-Oh hold on, hold on. pause woosh.
1: the fucking this is a Yu-Gi-Oh free channel buddy I ain't bringing that shit in. <laughs> You stepped, in,
0: you stepped into my trap card. <gasps> you put uh, magnetic ring on man eater. <laughs> okay,
1: but if, yeah, it's um, it's like five minutes of yeah. like just him like fucking trek, like Trekking. schlepping it through the Carpathian mountains. Yeah, going down. That's where they filmed it.
0: But yeah,
1: uh, yeah, lots of. I want to uh, say
0: they filmed it in Norway. They like tried. That. They I tried did to the, go in the, Romania. Yeah, in but the
1: the the sar. The <laughs> the dictator, dictator communist czar whose was name, Nikolai, last name we can't pronounce, yeah it's, it's and we're not going to fucking try it. It's a lot of fucking Because I wanted to, like, dude. three
0: stooges slap Tyler when he kept trying. <laughs> yeah, because I can't... can't, 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 can't <laughs> oh, he's he, he, doing he's, it. He's doing it. <laughs> you wise guy. Yeah, he, he really didn't want anything to do with this film because he knew that it would not paint Vlad Dracul in a way that would not be of a national hero. Which I was very confused about.
1: Okay, is like Vlad the Impaler Vlad a hero the Impaler, over there? Apparently, um, I mean, I guess did he keep? Maybe he kept the oppressors away by you know hanging up the fucking spiked corpses yeah, of dude. his own people.
0: Yeah, through the anus and out the mouth was. Cannibal Holocaust. Uh, he saw dude, a lot of Cannibal so Holocaust. Fucked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like probably a lot of the horror stories are kind of like folklore. Speaking of real quick. Yeah. Um,
1: there's a, you never I, I don't know if I've ever made you listen to Clock DVA, but um there's an album he did called Buried Dreams. Mm-hmm. The first track is called Buried Dreams.
0: Okay. It's
1: about um, I can't remember her name, but she's also known, it's like uh, La Comtesse de Sang or like the Baroness of Blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in like I want to say Hungria, uh, Hungary, Hungary. Hung- Hungary, 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 Hungaria. <laughs> Hungary. She uh she was like a noble. She lived in the castle and she was reportedly killed, like, hundreds if not thousands of people in her castle. Jesus, fuck. Um, there was, like, rumors that she, like, bathed in virgin blood, um, and that's what the first song's about. And apparently, uh, Jeffrey, I think Jeffrey Dahmer, not Dahmer, no, yeah, I think Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, when he, when he got apprehended by the police, yeah. that, I think that song was playing.
0: That would make sense, yeah. Right? it was,
1: it's a rumor, I don't know if it's he confirmed, was, but he, he apparently was... he had that album.
0: I believe that he was actually a huge fan of like prog rock yeah he was a uh, he was uh, he's a strange fella obviously
1: I think he prayed on a lot of like the uh w- was he in like Chicago or like
0: no it was uh was Wisconsin he was in the Milwaukee area if I remember So I think right.
1: he like prayed on like a lot of like the
0: he went to gay bars
1: yeah like the, mainly yeah he prayed on which is like that kind of music was like pretty yeah. bi- there was like a there was there was a scene for that yeah anyways I feel like I really like the um the uh, time-lapse shots uh, Hertzog does really good wilderness shots
0: oh yeah dude every one of those like long wide shots where you can see the mountains so clearly just like lavender mountains basking in the clouds and you've got a nice angle in which you can see all the trees kind of almost um beginning to surround the main character
1: it looks like the start of Castlevania Four. Yeah, it really does.
0: It really does. You know, just um, dark travels ahead, the rolling clouds, and then just like the uh, the kind of I I want I'll call them like ambiance scenes in which he literally just shows clouds rolling over mountains. Um, obviously, you I think, have like maybe that's like him bat. entering
1: like the shadow world or something. Yeah, it's usually like it sunset could be a transitionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And that was Could be seen that way. Which is really, really cool. If I may um, sniff my own fart for a moment. Right. And there were a couple other things. It's like you kind of have to infer a lot. Uh, the boy playing a lousy violin. Yes. Um, is apparently supposed to be like a phantom or ghost.
1: I mean, his presence is never really explained.
0: Right. Yeah. And it exists within the castle. Yeah. And like nowhere else. Yeah. And, and the castle is within the Shadow Realm. Again. Duel. But yeah, um, honestly, uh, as far as vampire movies go, man, like probably probably my favorite vampire movie, um, Bram Stoker's. I it's been way too long for me to actually pin it against this. Honestly, um, I like the design of the Nosferatu a lot more. I do you want to watch a uh, Coppola's Dracula at some point. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot that was even a thing. Uh-huh. It was kind of one of the questions. Um, Erin uh, watched this with us as well. Um, she likes her her creature features, um, but mainly around werewolves. So this is kind of like opposite side of the uh, side of the park for. Her. Uh, one of the questions that I kind of posed to both of you was, um, you know, what's what's your least favorite uh, vampire movie? As there are boatloads to choose from, and then uh, when I was kind of looking at the movie itself finding out that five dracula movies came out in 79 along with like three other vampire movies
1: oddly enough i really haven't seen a whole lot all the ones i can think of that i've seen yeah i enjoyed
0: right i, I believe aaron said uh blood rain which makes sense because that was Huey <laughs> Bowl. yeah yeah fun fun fact about that movie is uh a lot of the female vampires are prostitutes that uh, you yeah, like doing that or uh sorry sex workers okay, yeah. that yui bull had hired uh for for the shots and um they uh they definitely they definitely got their money's worth that's good good for them <laughs> i believe them. the craft table money. was very empty after <laughs> the scenes but um this film was also not without its uh strange things because of uh klaus kinski's relatively it's kind brash of a Diva. yeah <laughs> brash and uh um, ill-tempered nature um i think my favorite thing finding out about this film was uh werner herzog had said that the rats the numerous rats the thousands of rats that they had to use for this film uh during the plague scenes were easier to control and uh deal with or than, more than well klaus, behaved yeah and well behaved than klaus kinski And uh, that he would go out of his way to irritate him before shooting so that Klaus Kinski would blow off all of his steam and be too exhausted to fight during shooting.
1: Because they had, like, a weird, like, love-hate relationship. Yes. Um, uh, uh, Herzog and Kinski. Mm Mm-hmm. I do want to. I do need to see like a Aguirre. Or Aguirre. How do you pronounce it?
0: Uh, yeah. I can't remember the the rest of that title. However, the Wrath of God. The Wrath of God. Yes. Yes. That was seventy two. Apparently, that right? that
1: movie like just about killed Herzog. Because mm. like it was it was a really rough shoot. Yeah. I think there's a need there's, there's a movie. That. I think I can't remember what it's called, but it's like a documentary mm-hmm. of the making where they like follow them around while he was
0: making it. No shit. A movie within the movie. Yeah. I I would love to see both of those kind of back-to-back. I think there was
1: a shot where they were trying to, like... They had, like, um, his... He was, like, a conquistador. They had his, like, ship. Mm Mm-hmm. And they they apparently had to, like, haul with, like, men. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, a a pretty big-ass boat. Yeah. Like, over, like, a mountain, pretty much. Oh, God. Yeah. I might... I probably have details mixed up there, but don't take that 100%. But, yeah, like,
0: just... That sounds fucking. I think
1: I think he said of awful. like the wildlife where they shot. It's like even like the birds don't sing; they scream.
0: <laughs> oh, so it was a literal hell shoot. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, everything that I've seen of Herzog's is is fantastic. i really, really enjoy. The I wish he did more movie with Nick Cage. Yeah, that'd be nice. I would be very down for that. Uh, I recently had said to uh, a group of people that were talking about Color Out of Space, which we watched just before um, <laughs> the, the shit popped off. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I really wanted to cover, but, you know, circumstances. We just weren't feeling it? At the yeah, time. yeah. We it's were, a
1: good it's, movie. Maybe sometime, sometime. Yeah, we'll get we, to it.
0: We hung out pretty late that night. And I think we were both pretty sleepy afterwards. But, um,. No, yeah, that was that was really fantastic. And uh, they're like, "Wow, yeah, Cage actually did really good in this." I'm like, "Okay, for one thing, if you just let Cage do Cage, let me, you gotta let him do his thing, man." Yeah, if you if just, you know how
1: to if you know how to utilize Cage, he's very yeah, effective.
0: Yeah, unleash him and just let him do his thing. Give him give him good ideas as far as what you want from him, and you'll have a spectacular fucking time. Yeah, and uh, you know, Colorado Space is a really great example of that and um just a really good cast overall great writing um fantastic visuals
1: i'm sure we mentioned it in another episode but we should probably uh go back to mandy considering oh, our yeah. episode on it was just like
0: kind of a spoiler teaser kind of thing yeah pretty go much watch all we did movie. was say
1: like go fucking see it you goddamn jabronis yeah it's, like yeah. for about like a half hour
0: and you know, it's so funny because like we were talking about just before we turned on this mic, is that there is uh, a sort of schism in the people that watch it. You either are just like, oh, this is boring, or you're like, this is one of the best fucking films I've ever seen.
1: I can't understand how people hate it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like the first half, I think the main criticism I heard was that the first half was really slow, which it yeah. is, Yeah. but it's necessary.
0: It's a foundation. It's and then, a foundation.
1: Because then once the movie, like, gets rolling once you know the action starts it's yeah. it's nonstop. non-fucking-stop non-fucking-stop dude. and it's all it's, the better for
0: it it's so great um every every person that it was shown really enjoyed it and then they showed friends and they all their friends said that they really enjoyed it
1: because like if you cut out like the first movie or cut it down to about like 10-15 mm-hmm. minutes
0: yeah it just wouldn't work worked the same. No, because you you end up having this connection and this understanding of the characters that I think is really, really pivotal in the climax portions of the film. But regardless... That's another episode. Yeah, regardless, like we Steak said, we'll preview. probably end up going back to that and, and kind of going into, a, I don't know, really want to call it a deep dive, but a <laughs> deeper dive than what we had done before. Um, as far as Nosferatu and Werner Herzog is uh, kind of considered... He's got a really good pacing, I think, in all of his films.
1: And, like, it's kind of weird. Because this is, like, a it's a pretty slow-moving film. It's, right. It's a more, like, a meditative take, a, a, a somber take on the mm-hmm. Dracula story. Yeah. Which should be. I mean, it's 1979, in this, but, I mean, as a viewer watching it today, even, still. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we
0: all know the Dracula story. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, how do you reinvent the wheel for the three hundredth time? Of course, before then, it wasn't buried so deep. Um, what would this be? Fifty-seven years? Fifty-seven years since the original nineteen
1: twenty-two. Yeah, twenty-two is. Yeah. When the original.
0: So, uh, you know, seventy-nine. I'm gonna go back. Do Nosferatu. Uh, I know that there were a couple things that he had done. Um, the the licensing for the original story of Dracula had long since passed by the time that, uh, you know, he was shooting Nosratu. So he was able to use the actual names of the characters, their game. Um, but he did, I believe he took Liberty in, uh, switching a couple roles, like couple characters around just to kind of create a, a somewhat unique experience, uh, for the viewer, but uh, overall, the story remains unchanged. Um, just a couple fine details here and there, which I don't think... <laughs> Have were you seen critical. Dracula
1: opining about eternity and the futility of life? Yo. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, there's, there's quite a few lines there. I'd say, like, a good dozen lines in there that really make you remember who fucking directed this. Yeah. Movie. <laughs> and uh, it was at those points that I was like, I am so fucking here for this. The nihilism that comes yeah. from living for eternity. Like, uh, you know, as long as you follow this one cool trick, hiding <laughs> hiding in the dark while it's daytime, you will live forever. But what's so great about living forever, especially when you can't find love. Yeah. 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 Just uh that um another thing too is who could fucking love Klaus Kinski looking like Nosferatu do? you know yeah just <laughs> I, I had terrifying. to process
1: that sentence you just laid on yeah
0: that was a was a hell of a one but yeah no he's just got that perfect fucking look like you were saying um i think that it's such a great look uh when going back to original 1922 Nosferatu. you know you've got the like almost enlarged forehead um the somewhat pointed ears the rat teeth fangs the incredibly long fingers, like the Jody fingers. Jody, no further inquiries. Yeah. But yeah, no, it, it was um, it was really great. His movements were so good. The point in which he comes into a room and his hands are like. Uh, parallel, or not parallel, but um, perpendicular to his arms. They're straight out at his sides. And yeah,
1: just his claws pointing straight down. Yeah,
0: straight down as he almost floats, you know, like he's walking so slow that it gives this illusion of floating. Um, The paralyzed fear, the soundless fear, there's pretty much no yelling in this whatsoever. It's a silent kind of doom that kind of comes It's like you know what he's here to do. It's like yeah. the
1: characters know what he's here to
0: do. Yeah, yeah. Uh before Harker goes to the castle, he reads that book. I can't remember exactly how the he The Gone came
1: Vampires. Out.
0: The one of the yeah. villagers that he met on the way there gave it to him after yeah. everybody
1: after he's like I need to get to Drago's Castle and, and everybody. Like,
0: like, like record like scratches and like Roop!
1: and then like looks at him. He's like, Yep, that's me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet you're wondering how I got here. And, yeah, so he's he's reading out loud, you know, to us, the viewer, because uh, no one reads out loud to themselves. You know? Oh, you it's don't do that before you go thing. to bed? N- no, <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <I> me <mean>, neither. <laughs> weird. Um, but, yeah, so, like, you know, we, we kind of get... Uh, that's how it establishes the vampire in this film, because that's another important thing. Uh, just like zombies, just like werewolves... Um, some of these you know, more prominent creatures all have different aspects the creature acts and has the aspects of what the director wants them to be in that film you know you go Dawn of the Dead to 28 Days Later it's two completely different things yeah. in fact 28 Days Later they're not technically dead yet but uh I was really really pissed off just super fucking angry but yeah um you know two completely different things but people could argue well both could be zombie movies or you know interview with a vampire and noes raw too two completely different kinds of vampire really um so it, i i feel like it's a it's a really brilliant way to establish what your movie is going to show you so you don't go to the meeting of the creature with something different in mind.
1: Yeah. They've like, wait, did, did people look like that back then? Because like, I feel like if you meet this guy, I guess he's supposed to have that effect on people, where he just yeah. kind of en- entrances them.
0: Yes. Yeah. I kind of came back to that a lot. Kind of was just like, okay, you know, this kind of um, like the reason he doesn't flee at the sight of him is because it he the can't. vampire
1: charm. Yeah. He just can't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. While he looks I would say grotesque. Yeah. Um you can't quite fathom why you're comfortable. Comfortable enough to sit at a banquet table and like stay a few nights. Yeah. And eat a dinner with this man, let and him go get and close like, to you. See how he sleeps. Yeah. 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 That was that was a pretty cool scene though. Um the aesthetic of Dracula's castle again like uh, kind of harkening back to what I had said when we were watching it I really enjoyed how it was a lot of like blank walls just white blank walls it doesn't look like a regal castle it's not your gray stone it looks like lived in but just barely
1: taken care of
0: yeah yeah like, couple sh- couple broken windows like, a lot of fucking cobwebs. These things are not necessarily. um, Little baby bats. Yeah, little baby bats. Super cute little baby bats. But yeah, like these giant cobwebs and broken windows and things like that aren't conducive to, say, a normal person who would be like, oh God, I gotta fix that. Fuck, I don't want rain in here and all this other shit. But Dracula's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm I don't even sleep in here. This is a bed. Yeah. I don't sleep on a bed. Like when do you think the last time guess. he had a guest yeah, like, when yeah. do you think the
1: last time he had a guest was?
0: Yeah. So you have if like ever. a couple paintings, uh, a couple, you know, uh, candle sconces <laughs> and uh, you know, some gold plates, um, some fine antlers, things like that.
1: Uh, also in terms of setting the mood, we haven't even talked about the the opening credits. Oh man. Yeah. He's, like, borrow a bunch of corpses from, like, the South American mummy exhibit or something? Uh, yeah, mummy, I, I Mummy that, zone?
0: I don't know if he shot there. The Museo de la Mumio, I believe it was. I
1: thought, okay, yeah, did they just, like, put bodies in the catacombs then? I thought I heard they, they shot it, like, under, like, the Paris catacombs.
0: That would be insane. Or in the if Paris, they, uh, not under, you know, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I mean, like as far as logistics go, you know, shipping shipping mummies from
1: yeah, like, it seems yeah. it seems like a a lot of uh
0: yeah a lot of work because there were there were about like thirty six real mummies like pretty gnar looking dead bodies. Yeah, from the Central America Museum of Mummies, um, which I think it said what is like two hours by car northwest of Mexico City.
1: Okay, almost goes to Baja.
0: Yeah, Baja. Baja Blast, California. Um, But yeah, no. uh, The other thing is, too, is I'm not sure if it really was the catacombs of Paris because the walls there are lined with skulls. Okay, yeah. From uh, ceiling to floor. Skulls and skulls and skulls. But yeah, uh, so if you find... um, It's a good way to decorate your... Catacombs? Right, so if you you feel as though you might be sickened by the sight of real people mummies of varying ages and states of, um, keptness. Like they're somewhat preserved. Yeah, yeah. I would say, uh, this is a state of, um, browned, (laughs) browned leather skin. A uh, little little bit of hair on some of those skulls here and there. Um, there's not, not the much. Uh, there's not much bone showing. A couple of them actually had their lips curled back. You could kind of see their teeth a little bit. Um, so if if you find that to be particularly jarring, I'd say skip about five minutes.
1: I do remember reading like it's like the ways their bodies like their final pose. Mm-hmm. I remember reading. Um, they find sometimes in the catacombs when they go in there that there were like, scratches at the door. Because there yes. people that they left for dead. Yeah. Due to the plague or whatever. Yeah. Who weren't. Mm-hmm. And they spent their final moments trying to claw their way out.
0: How terrifying
1: is that? Yeah. And then atrophy sets in, and then... You g- pretty much just sit and wait to die? Yep. That's the start of the movie. Yeah. And then yeah, uh, yeah. Isabella Johnny wakes up after she also looks at some cool like national geographic bat footage.
0: Yeah, that was that was pretty neat. Some some bat footage from from a duck. A really good score. Oh, dude. It's so great. It's so great. The big thing that I really enjoy as far as music goes, say Herzog versus Lynch, um because both, I would say, uh, do a very great job of marrying the audio to your visual. Um 110% the aesthetic is along with the movie step for step. Uh Herzog over Lynch. Lynch uses more like, you know, the atmospheric sounds and uh you know, lack of sound, uh maybe like a low hum or a bass. This can kind of put me in a sleepy mood. Yeah. Which is not good when I'm trying to enjoy a film, but sadly I'm I'm un, I'm overworked and underpaid like every other American, and sometimes, daddy just needs to sleep. <laughs> but uh, here, the music I felt complemented it in a way that when there wasn't something like visually insane happening on screen or visually enticing, you know. I, I don't want to say that there is visually non-visually enticing portions of Lynch films, but when someone's just walking, right, Mm -hmm. they're trying to get from scene a to scene B. Um, That music helps keep my brain active with or without caffeine. I can stay attracted to the screen. And um, I really, really enjoy that about Herzog films uh especially yeah, the scene one. of
1: uh of nos Nosfer- for dracula whatever you want to call him uh hauling
0: coffins around town dude that was great yeah there were there was some kind of um i'm not sure if they were meant to be comedic at the time but they were definitely comedic to us <laughs> just like him skulking about uh when he's like super excited the town is beginning to succumb to the plague and he's just running around at night
1: yeah we haven't even mentioned the plague
0: yeah there was a plague I mean, I, I think in uh, the original he brought the plague with him too, but... Yeah. And I think that's also uh, part of the original tale as well. Yeah. But he, uh, Lord of the Rats. Yeah, yeah. And the grave soil and as all a that. Renfield lets us know he's coming. Yeah, with his cackling. Yeah. His creepy fucking Maximilian Royvis. <laughs> May the rats eat your eyes! The darkness comes! And then, you know, uh, dude, all of his, like, goofy little endeavors that uh, Renfield did were uh, really, really fun. To use a
1: modern phrase, he was simping pretty hard for Dracula. Uh, he was Dracula. simping
0: pretty hard. I really enjoyed the point in which uh, Dracula was just kind it's of like, staring. Uh. <laughs> get away from me, small one. So go north. The brats br-
1: and the Black Death will follow you. <laughs> go do my work, you. Just get away from me.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was really, really great. And um, I still want to know what the fuck was going on with the back of his head. Yeah, he was in like a neck like... brace
1: the whole time. or yeah, something. Yeah, it was like
0: a neck brace, and it looked like the back of his head was, it was like, like raw. burnt off or shaved. Yeah, or something. yeah, like it, you, it, I felt like you could see like the skull. You know what I mean? It was it was really fucking weird. Um, I couldn't find any information on that, so it could just be that it was part of the character. Yeah. Um. I've never read the original Dracula, so I don't really know if that was, you know, a quality the original character had. But, you know, shot in the dark. Um, Topor, uh, or Topor, I'm not sure exactly how you want to pronounce his last name, but he was chosen... By Herzog because he saw him on a uh, French uh, program on television where he had signed off on his uh, bit with that goofy fucking laugh, Ugh. which is apparently much more prominent in the English language version of the film. Okay, but uh, yeah, he was he was literally chosen because of his uh, maniacal kind of madman laughter. Which he uh, shows off brilliantly throughout his portions, from start film. to finish. He might have more laughing lines than yeah. than regular lines. Yeah, you
1: know, he takes a break every few words to let out a, let out a chuck a chuckle. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I would say Renfield, that it doesn't it, doesn't feel, it
0: doesn't feel it doesn't feel forced. It feels like, like that's just who the guy is. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, I feel like is kind of hard to do with the amount of laughter that he did.
1: Yeah, and uh, even like. He's like telling Harker he's like you gotta go to you gotta go meet Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't by a house here. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, it's it's really great. Um the meeting with Dracula was so unnerving. Yeah. So unnerving. Um I wasn't really sure how the visual of Nosferatu was gonna like how I was gonna handle that, whether I was gonna be like, okay or damn. And it was definitely more of the latter. It was definitely more of the latter. He is so fucking unsettling. Yeah. Uh, with the simple makeup and the simple prosthetics that they did for, uh, you know, the mouth and the ears and the fingernails, uh, really fucking un- and, uh, unsettling. And the, the breathing. The breathing. Oh, my God. The breathing the most was unnerving. At one point, um, our main character, Harker, accidentally, uh, he's like in trance, like you said, Um it seems like he might be realizing that he's in this shit <laughs> and he can't get out. It's kind of the feeling I got. While he's eating food and Dracula is, is just kind of making strange noises beside him, he nicks his finger with uh with his bread knife. And oh man, just like uh the bestial fucking <clears throat> Feelings that you get from Dracula, and then, ugh.
1: ooh. There's like a very uh, predator-like, mm-hmm. where he, he's like he kind of like you see his eyes like shift and like his head move towards it, like
0: yeah, in like, a very like, animal-like way. He's kind of like, yeah, like zeroes in on it. Mm-hmm. Coming up with uh, that, uh, the knife may be dirty. Yeah. You do not want blood poison. Yeah, blood poisoning. Yeah. It just uh, he's really, really fucking great how how that character was portrayed uh i guess it takes a man like herzog to deal with a kinski um (laughs) which he also said that kinski was trying to move for a much more eccentric dracula um instead of this more reserved kind of uh pulled away version which i think way way better way fucking better uh, for the simple fact that he should come across as somebody who doesn't get around people very much, doesn't know how to deal with people, um, even when they are somewhat entranced by him. He is incredibly awkward um, and and just very creepy in his reserved... Like
1: someone who's been alive for we don't even know how long?
0: Yeah, centuries. Yeah, Centuries. Um, talking about watching the fall, the rise and fall of man. Yeah. So, a long fucking time. My my family is a very old family.
1: <laughs> Saying that, like, the greatest torture is not being able to die, even if you want to.
0: Yeah, yeah, to not be able to grow old. Yeah, man. Uh, just um, also kind of gave me like pious Augustus vibes. <laughs> you know, you just kind of um, resigned to uh, mortal life and, and the doings and comings and goings of mortals. Just your food, your cattle, and uh, you serve a means to an end. It doesn't really matter if I bring the plague with me wherever I go, people die and people are born and then they die again. It's, it's really just a, a perfect adaptation, I think, to the, to the tale, really.
1: And it's a different take. Yeah. That you know,
0: it's like what you would need to
1: do if you're gonna mm.
0: make another Dracula movie. Right. Right. And uh you see somewhat of the uh the true nature of, of the and, and idea of the character Van Helsing. You know, he's not a he's not a gr he's well, that huge Jackman. Yeah, he's not huge Jackman. <laughs> yeah, with, with mini guns and and like, crossbows yeah. that fire sharpened uh crosses. A literal crossbow you know (laughs) if i'm uh, you know what i'm saying he's literally just an old man doctor did you ever play the van helsing like character action game no but i had seen it many a time on the uh, xbox live arcade it looked bad it looked like uh if diablo (sighs) oh god bless you oh jesus oh man yes sweet christ be with you Um, But, no, it literally looks like as if you were locked into playing the Demon Hunter from Diablo 3. Yeah. It had, you know, like, your hate bar, or your hate gauge, and your mana gauge, and your life bar. Yeah. Fuck, fucking grabbage. Hot grabbage. Yeah, yeah. I have played a, a number of. Uh, I think I think
1: that's the the portrayal in the movie is more closer to how he was in like the book, though. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's he's kind of an old doctor, basically. Yep,
0: very uh, scientific by uh, by study nature and design. Yeah, um, he's also the only one that had uh, the balls to go up and finish the job once uh, the cock doth ring, and Nosferatu had to see the sun.
1: And Annie kind of just like crumpled under the sun, basically. Yeah,
0: I did like the uh, the white eyes that he kind of turned away from. It's just like he kind of went blind in that. And uh, Van Helsing's just like, oh well, gotta go grab a stake and a hammer. So yeah, the Count of Vampire guys. Sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, again, he did a really great job being creepy, Kinski. Um, <laughs> Your wife has a beautiful throat. Not necessarily the first thing you want uh, a a rando to comment on your uh, your loved one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not really. Like it'd been less offensive he said, "Yo, nice fucking rack on your wife." Right. <laughs> like... But
0: for some reason that was just ooh. Blah, 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 blah.
1: And he's like, "Oh, I think uh, I think I want to live I want to live in uh, Vismar.
0: Yeah, not only that, but uh, around the corner from you. Yeah. I real believe close. I believe that your dwelling is close yeah, by. Yeah, your dwellings. Yeah. and you know it's uh it's really too bad harker had to uh had to feel the bite the sting of the nose for at
1: we haven't really even talked about isabella johnny
0: no yeah she was like she plays the role she plays so well she plays so well brave smart um she's the one who's going around telling everyone yeah i know know the fucking problem Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, too late, everyone's, everyone's fucking dead. Why don't you just hang out and party with us instead? Yeah, that was cool. Just uh, welcome to the nihilism party, bro. We all got the Rona.
1: And the the track that plays is called like Zinskaro. Yeah. Uh, with the like, Hungarian chorus, or I don't you know, I, I think it's Hungarian. Um, which you, you'll probably hear in this episode.
0: Likely. Highly uh, it's likely. A, it's a
1: really, a really beautiful scene. It really because is. Because of
0: that. Yeah, yeah. If you've um if you've ever wondered wondered what uh true nihilism looks like when you're faced with inevitable death, and people are just partying and dancing, it's one of the reasons music, I
1: kind of chose this movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think at this point, um, a lot of a lot of folks.
1: And we pretty much just decided it was it was over. Yeah, yeah, guys. It's fine. Just just go right, outside. let Let's open back up.
0: Let's just open it back up. It's party. I need to yell at waitresses at uh, Olive Garden <laughs> and, and Applebee. <laughs> I want my beer, bubs, pretzels. Yeah, no. Um, I I feel like that that is likely where we will end up. <laughs> yeah, I was
1: watching it uh, like Saturday night last week. I, I think I texted you. I was like, "Yes, yeah, what yeah. we're doing?" Oh yeah, because I I just like watched that scene again, and yeah, I was just, like
0: kind of wanted to like just cry in my room basically right yeah <laughs> again the, the, the futility of it all the feeling of like you know unless we really actually buckled down and just stopped everything yeah, it, we won't get anywhere but that's not going to happen so we're going to run on this treadmill a while longer see where it goes and uh I look forward to sharing a glass of wine with you at the end of the world
1: I do like the cut of, like, just, let's just, let's eat. And then, like, the next yep. shot is just, like, the rats. rats have completely overtaken the the banquet.
0: Yeah. They're just everywhere. They're eating the banquet. They're, oh, man, they're everywhere. So many fucking rats. Thousands of rats. Which, um, I think that they honestly, I, I don't, it didn't really say what they did with them afterwards. Um, all of the rats were spayed or neutered, um, prior to the shooting. There's a whole thing with the rats. They were white. They were supposed to be gray, so they got painted (laughs) and spayed and neutered. Um, Animal rights activists, super fucking pissed about the whole movie. There's a whole thing. Um, But with thousands of rats, you surely can't catch them all, which is obviously why they spayed and neutered all these fucking rats. But um, the people that surely lived around here, right... Because, I mean, that was too large to just be a man-built set. It had a fucking canal. Mm -hmm. Paved roads. Um, What was life like there after the shooting of Nosferatu in 79? Yeah, I just keep thinking, like, imagine looking out your window. Oh, there's another roaming pile of rats.
1: Or, yeah, just, like, here's a bunch of dudes walking around with a bunch of coffins in, like, fucking Victorian-era garb. Yeah. eighteenth, 19th-century garb.
0: Yeah. It's it's kind of a fucking wild thought, really. And, um, you know, at, at our climax of the film, our lead actress realizes, well, no one's going to fucking listen to me. Uh, my husband is real fucking sick with what they're calling brain fever. <laughs> um, a lady just was found dead, not of the plague but it seems that she has some sort of neck wound. Curious.
1: Somewhat like the one that the boat, like the captain of the ship, brought back with him.
0: Yeah. She attempted to... Also, like,
1: <laughs> I think my oh ship's man. cursed. I better bring this into port.
0: Yeah, yeah, that guy who's with like... The
1: coffin rats.
0: Yeah, coffin rats everywhere. Everybody um, else died. My shipmates keep disappearing in the middle of the night. Pretty sure this boat's cursed, so I'm just going to rope myself to the steering wheel to the helm, if you will, and uh, just let the boat bring itself to port. Yeah, I honestly did not foresee them uh, allowing the ship to, even as little as it did, rub up along the side yeah. of that, kind of break that tree a little bit. Um, I feel like if it didn't, it would not have felt authentic. But I was still surprised that yeah. they did it in the first place. Really, really, it was a cool. nice looking boat. it was, yeah, I imagine there was uh there was some damage, I'm sure um and then in that scene where they where they started inspecting the boat trying to find out what was going on, uh there was a foot, a random un unchewed <laughs> foot that was poking around the the grave dirt in one of the coffins, poking at the rats and got bit on the toe and that was Ferner Herzog's foot. It's really funny because the shot seems kind of out of place. Yeah, you know, and it's like, <laughs> I hope you were okay. That's kind with of his thing, though. Yeah, I hope I hope you were okay with getting bit by a rat for this strange, strange scene, but um. Overall, really, really effective, uh, in in the shots of the rats overtaking the city, and uh, really effective with, the portrayal, of that uh, uh character of the lead actress, uh, what uh, Ajani,
1: Isabelle Ajani,
0: yeah. Lucy, um, Lucy, when she's kind of investigating that warehouse, trying to find like you know the main hub of the yeah, she problem, finds like some of the coffins, the coffins with the grave dirt and the rats, and she takes those communion crackers, says a little prayer, and starts crumbling them up around, um, effectively using the same scheme to keep her love Jonathan, uh, in his like corner. anchored anchored to the chair in the corner. And then finally, plays um, bait to Nosferatu to Dracul. Uh, Yeah, because I mean,
1: they have a meeting.
0: Yep, in the bathroom. He pretty much just says, "Like,
1: give yourself to me, or else you'll never, you'll never, your lover will never know you again." Yep, but if you do this, then he will. Yeah, but you can't really trust him.
0: (laughs) Right? Exactly. Uh, A man who has been starved for love for hundreds of years. Yeah, alone entrance. in the shadow realm. Uh you know, comes comes to you into your bathroom one night.
1: Not uh not uh, showing a reflection.
0: Yeah. Just weird creepy claws and shit. And um so she she ends up you know uh self sacrificing. She just goes full martyrdom and lets the an Nosferatu uh feed on her until it is too late for him to return uh, safely to his tomb, in which he is struck by daylight and hears the cry of the cock, (laughs) not once, not twice, but thrice, thrice times he hears it, goes blind, is stricken with, I don't know, pain? Death. (laughs) Pain. (laughs) He died of death. He died of death. And, uh, yeah, Van Helsing goes up there with a wooden stake later. And he's like, my guns never tire.
1: (laughs) Die. (laughs)
0: Die. No, wait, that's Reaper. Yeah, same thing. Um, yeah, and then when he goes downstairs, fucking Harker is like, this man murdered a guy. Yeah. He murdered the Count upstairs. Try to get the guy arrested. Not a happy ending. No, no, it wasn't. Uh, a dumb, dumb lady gets tricked by Harker to uh, clean up the communion cracker mess that was sealing him in the corner, and then he talks with his goofy Nosratu rat teeth, asks for his horse, and rides away in the daylight through the sands somewhere. Probably because it just looked cool. Yeah, probably because it was a good shot. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't... mm. Necessarily, so, uh, I mean, it just looks like he's matter. just heading deeper into like, into the like the wastes. Just yeah, blowing sand. We never find out what happened with uh, with Renfield, but that's okay.
1: Yeah, he just went north. That's all we know.
0: Yeah, probably just brought the black plague with him, and you know people suffered for it. Uh, unless yeah, all the you rats know, just like, Harker's died, pre-
1: or yeah, Harker's going to basically just continue his work.
0: Yep. Just uh be the new Nosferatu. Uh Lucy has died in the process. She did indeed. Yep. She lost too much blood and uh you know, just kinda succumbed to the vampire's bite. It was uh too bad, but she overall, you know, saved saved her little city, village. I mean, I guess it was bigger than a village, town, city, whatever it was. And Van Helsing probably didn't have to serve any time since yeah, you know, like there's it's no the police. It's like,
1: yeah, he's like, Oh, you're on town duty you gotta do it it's like where are you gonna
0: take me then bitch yeah where are you gonna take me there's no one in the jail to watch over me there's no police there's no city council the mayor like, is dead yeah like, like
1: pretty much the whole city's dead but yeah. okay yeah sure
0: sure yeah I'll go sit in the corner for five minutes before you turn around walk away and I, and I leave <laughs> but um if uh if you're really hankering for uh a, a vampire movie this is absolutely the, the one like a
1: more like somber
0: yeah Uh, uh,
1: atmospheric uh, take on like the Dracula story.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And if you're looking for... The the
1: Herzog touch.
0: Yeah, and if you're looking for games to play with your family, if you're not looking for more of a somber tale like this, and you just wanted to listen to this episode while you were at work, or driving, or sitting alone, wondering when you'll be able to go outside and see the sun again, you're feeling like Nosratu. There are a few really awesome board games centered around uh, vampires that I've really enjoyed. Um, one is literally just called The Vampire, if I remember correctly, in which... Um, I think you might have played with us one night. There is one person who plays as The Vampire, um, and then... I don't think I play that up one. Up to four other people uh, essentially grab a game piece, thinking almost like... Uh, Tall, more textured versions of chess pieces. And they're textured because the other four players must wear completely like blackout sunglasses. You are effectively blind. If your eyes are open, all you can see is the black reflection in the sunglasses. I actually kind of recommend uh, playing with your eyes closed while you're wearing them. Because it is very strange to stare back into your own eyes in the (laughs) reflection of the sunglasses. Um, But uh, when it comes to your turn, the vampire essentially helps you find your game piece and you can feel it with the tip of your finger and you move around the field by keeping one finger on your game piece and reaching the squares around your game piece to see if there's trees in front of you because you're trying to find your friend uh, in the middle of the forest while the vampire plays tricks on you and it tries to, you know, feed on you and stuff. It's really, really fun. There's another one where you essentially just try and hunt Dracula all the way through Europe. You get to play characters such as Van Helsing, uh, a couple other ones from, you know, these different vampire novellas or movies. And uh, he leaves clues behind and you're just chasing him all over Europe until you can fucking stake him. But uh, yeah, those are those are really really great. I want to say the other one is this called the Hunt for Dracula. Um, fairly inexpensive, but you know, tabletop games. I have Vampire. I have Vampire. We were actually about to order the Hunt for Dracula uh, last weekend. Yeah, they're they're really fucking good. Really fun. Hours and hours of play. Uh, Vampire itself has shit tons of different ways you can set up the board. And uh, playing as a player versus a vampire obviously incredibly different because as a vampire you get to see at night so you can see the game board and where everyone is and you can make fun of people, Mm -hmm. flip them off and fucking act like you're, I don't know uh tonguing them and they don't they they can't even tell, it's hilarious (laughs) um yeah, so or you could do both watch the movie, play the games um I don't know. If you're old school, you can play Vampire: The Masquerade. Yeah. Get some, get some typo negative out there.
1: The the PC games are cool.
0: Yeah. Listen to some 69 Eyes. Oh, what you say? <laughs> you know. Full vampire aesthetic. All day, every day. You can do that. You could. You could. You could go full white powder, long fingernails, get some ear prosthetics walk around with your hands, you know, extended yeah, just at your sides, curling your long nails Frito, around things. Fredo fingernails. Cornettos. Corn, yeah, corn chip nails. Corn chip nails. I love it. It's everything I enjoy about vampires without being, you know, cheesy and shit. Oh, yeah, my favor- my least favorite vampire movie is uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter or Slayer, one of the two. I don't know. It's dumb. He used a lot of lumberjack axe kata
1: oh boy
0: yeah dude it's bad it's real bad and uh that had a really hyped up release for no reason
1: (laughs) for some reason
0: yeah i uh regret ever renting it (laughs) but uh i was way too curious and young and stupid but uh yeah i hope that you enjoyed our return um yeah, we uh we just like you guys we've been up to as much as we possibly can to keep our minds stable and uh loved ones close, reminding them that uh they can reach out and say hello now and then, you know. Doesn't hurt. You can do that. Yeah. It's uh it's really easy to feel alone when you only go to work and home or if you're stuck at home the whole time. I've got a couple friends that are working from home which sounds really good until you think about not having a schedule where it's like oh it's time for my break or oh it's time to clock off and drive home it's all just one block of time in the same space over and over and over so I don't know in a way I guess I feel happier that I actually have I'm forced to leave my house yeah
1: I suppose I should be grateful that I still have a source of income
0: yeah there are uh, there are a lot of people out there that are still unemployed a few of our friends uh, friends that for the longest time weren't even getting paid and were literally uh, living in their apartments and houses by the grace of the fucking emergency act saying that no one can get evicted for now so what a wonderful time to be alive. I yeah. honestly cannot wait for the feast. I can't wait for the rats. <laughs> and uh I will purchase a French horn and I will learn to play it and I will be there with my French horn. Yeah. All right. I was told in middle school that I'd be really good at playing the French horn. Time to time to fucking nut up or shut up then. Right? What are what is something that you always wanted to do with your life? Bake a <laughs> cake. Yeah build a house paint a self portrait yeah (laughs) yeah i think uh i think on that note um yeah i hope you guys uh stay positive i hope you enjoyed the episode i'm so happy that we we got to put this out there because in a way it's uh kind of like some sort of semblance of normalcy for the two of us creating again um just one step closer each and every day i think Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Otherwise, it's it's a life on the snowpiercer for all of us. Except it won't be snow. It'll just be bodies.
1: It'll get a TNT adaptation, which um, is tone deaf to the original. Oh.
0: Yeah. As it zooms out, just to show you the hail thrower, which is a secondary train going on a different track. (laughs) The slush musher. (laughs) <laughs> mud runner, <laughs> mud runner 2020. Oh, what a thick bitch. Yeah. I think All that's a right, uh, good place. Yeah, it's a good place to call it. Thanks again. See
1: you next time soon, probably.
0: Hopefully, take care of yourselves, pet your cats and your dogs, drink lots of water. Bye. Bye.